I am not a douche. I am actually quite amazing. Okay, I am a douche. It's true. You're a douche. Okay, wait. Let's take a vote of hands. Okay, you guys all know me well. How many people vote? Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. And Kathy? You're not. I'm going to close. You're going to peek. No, I'm not going to peek. I'm going to hold this up, and I'm going to go, by show of hands, let Kathy know how many people think I am legitimately a douchebag. A douchebag. Okay, I'm closing my eyes. Raise your hands if you think Boogie is a douchebag. Like, maybe some redeeming qualities, but in general, kind of an asshole. Go ahead and okay. everyone put your hands down. Okay, did I get votes? Four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Out of five of us. <laughs> I choose to see four and a half. <laughs> I thought there'd be like maybe one. <laughs> no, no, Boogie. I got a full house. That's an A. Hey. I got an A. My mom was wrong about me. I- I get good grades. You nailed it. Okay. I get good grades. I nailed it. Good for you. That is so exciting. I am a douche. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Pleased to meet you. Kathy. Woody. We're going to start a show. Okay. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted podcast. Scared that your desires might be strange? Perverted podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted podcast. Woo! Hello. Oh, you do this now. Mew. Thank you. Good Mew. I'll talk to you in a second, Mew. Go sit over there. Go over there, go. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Coming to you live from Kathy's special place somewhere in the inner walls of her vagina. Oh my God. We're not coming from my vagina. Why not? No. I'm Kathy. I am Count Boogie. (laughs) Mew, Mew. We have Mew over there, and then of course we have... Del. Del, and then... Enigma. Enigma, and then... She has to talk low. How low can you make? Can you make a low gargle? Sin. Satan only says sin. Satan only says sin. Okay, very good. Well, look okay, at that. We're it. here. Show 228. Yeah. This is so exciting, Kathy. Why? This is just amazing. Well, I didn't have coffee all day, and I started to detox, and I made Mew take me to get some coffee. You made Mew take well, you? Well, my car's dead, so I'm, I'm, in, I'm dead, in a, dead in a parking lot. Is so it, it was, the starter? It is. Is it the starter that you should have gotten fixed weeks ago? No, 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 and so he said, it's something. And then he's like, it'll do it. And then you let it go. And then it'll fix itself. And then it happens maybe once a month. But now it, it took the dump. So like it'll start. And then that's it. It's so not, tomorrow morning, you're towing it in. Uh, I'm going to try to fit. Because what I did, Kathy, is I took an axe. Because I didn't have any tools in the car, which is dumb. And they're all in storage. Any Duh. story that starts with, I took an axe. So your go-to tool. Not a hammer. Not, not like <laughs> well, a I have a hatchet. axe. Well, I have, you know, I have a hatchet in the car. That's all I have next to me is a hatchet. Taken so, after the unger. So I figured maybe if I took the, you know, terminal off the battery, it would like reset the computer because it's kind of a, it seems like an electrical computery thing because I bang on it, you know, some things 
things before, and it kind of started. So I'm like, okay. So I have my axe, and I didn't have something to get it off. So I figured maybe I'll try to loosen it up on the terminal and then pull it off. And it had a lot of corrosion and stuff. So I'm knock, knock, knock. Gah, gah, gah. It's like 11 at night. I'm beaten in the fucking hood of my car with a fucking axe. Gah, 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 gah. And, uh, and so then I accidentally, because, you know, hatchet blade is like a bigger blade, I actually grounded it against the engine, and it shot like this big wad of sparks across my engine. And I was like, dude, that looked awesome! So Don't then, ignite them. So I didn't think about that because I, I like fireworks. And so I like kind of like stuck it under there and like wiggled it, and then I went... And it just literally shot just a fucking whole thing, just like fuck right across the engine. And I'm like, okay, 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 that was fine. And I got inside, and it started. So hatchet terminals starts the car. I haven't done that yet today because it won't start. So Mew and I, Mew is back. Mew, give Mew the microphone. Mew, hello, Mew. Very nice to see you. Mew, 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 uh, Mew has been uh, like all over doing med school interviews all over the country. How has that been going? Mew, Mew, Mew. That is, oh my God, that is so, I, I am super, super excited. And then, of course, um, you went to a party with your friends, right? Because you had some birthdays. And uh, and then they had like a special occasion for you, right? Okay, so what what are some of the things they did? Mew, 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 Oh my God. Mew gets very excited. You, yeah. get, you get multiple mews when there's candy. So you know, but you got a lot of candy today. Oh, what what happened? Mew. Oh. What? Mew. mew. Oh, you left the candy. <gasps> she left. No. And I have been hearing about it all. <laughs> get your lazy <laughs> ass to the nine nine sister and buy her some candy. I bought her Chinese food. I gave her rice crisp. But I have no a, candy. I have an entire box of twenty seven <laughs> rice krispie treats in storage, and I hand them to her, and she eats it like a fucking velociraptor. I swear to God, I put it up to the edge of the car. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> I put, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put it up there, and she literally just goes and grabs it, and the wrapper flies everywhere. And I just I jump back. It's very, very exciting. But right. I'm very glad to have you back, honey. Yeah, yeah it was <laughs> nice. And then we had sex in the parking lot of the laundromat with 800 people around, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got on top, didn't you? Yeah, yeah <laughs> didn't you? And then she could see above the blankets. <laughs> She's like. I see people. <laughs> and then she like tries to scrunch down and I'm just laughing. But uh, so it's very lovely to have you back, Mew. That's very it's good. It's always good to have Mew back. Yeah, she's been gone for a long time. Dell. Yes. What's going on with you? Um, issues. Let's go over to Enigma. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I can follow that up. That's a... Uh, so is this issues that you're? That means you don't want to talk about the issues, right? I, it's with a person who isn't public, so I don't want to. Got talk about it. it. Uh, Understood. Hey. Anonymity. Half drama. You can't Got share. It. Yeah, it is a podcast. You know, people listen. Hi, hi. What's going on, Niggy? Uh, Whoa! Did you that, just call that him did Niggy? Not, that did not sound right. Your name's Enigma, and I just thought it was. <laughs> How about Enigma? That is above <laughs> saying I said like gonorrhea. Ow. Like what the. No, we all heard that. Ow! All right, so, let's well, not get nuts To be here. fair... Okay, uh, so abbreviate... That one didn't work. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, though, 
There's a small number of people back home who do call me that. Ah. Uh, right. so, so, Boogie's not alone. Y- wow. You're not alone in your weirdness of taking Enigma into a, into Niggy. Uh, uh, but anyway. That just doesn't sound right. Doesn't I'm just going to say, let's just back that one up. <laughs> just not do that. So I, I work yeah. at... Uh, too much caffeine, Boogie. Yeah, it's good. New topic. Uh, so I... <laughs> I work at LA Haunted Hayride, and so that's been my weekends. Wow! Last so are weekends. you dressed up as something to uh, uh, attack and kill people? Demon monster, yeah. That is nice. Yeah. And I do have, you get? Do you? Is it like the lame thing? Like I know I've been to not scary. Maybe it's been a while, and they can't actually like grab you and and like sexually assault you. N- no, um, not, or no. like you know punch you in the throat and like start stabbing you or something like that. Right. There's so, liability waivers. So all they have, have right. is like a, an aluminum can filled with some coins or something. And I they personally shake have a gas it. can. They shake it at you. I have a gas can that does that. And it has stuff in that. So that's but all that. But I also get really close and breathe on the back of people's necks. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, that's so, like, I, get, I get like an inch away from touching people. So non-consensual breathing oh, no, is, no. is acceptable. No, 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 no. It is consensual because they came into the... into the. So they know they're going to be breathed on. They know that they're going to be scared. Okay. That's good. No. Kathy, you don't want Enigma breathing I don't on like... You? Anybody breathing on me. It's not just an igloo. Well, if you want some palate cleansing, I, I mentally disassociate. Um, th- there was butt things, and there was my butt involved, and another lady's butt involved, and we traded. In the issue thing? Uh, no, not the issue thing. Did you do oh. a double-ended dildo with a chick? Uh, no, but they pegged me, and then I fucked their butt. Bravo, young man, bravo. <laughs> I, why do I like hearing about Dell's sexual exploits so much? Because, because they does... only happen like once a month or once a quarter, <laughs> at least for podcast time. I like That's how you true. have a fiscal calendar for your, for your butt sex. It's scheduled. It's scheduled. Well, you're, you're a type A. Yeah, you at know? least he's getting butt sex. You, so, are, you yeah. are a type A. You're definitely a type A. Kathy, what's going on with you? What's going on? What's going on? Give had me, the big weekend. Stuff. Everyone, everyone, pay attention. It's not. You're not going to hear a big story. Gather Sorry. around. Hey, hey! Show going on over here. Did you just yell? At yes, Kathy did. is going to talk about her weekend. No, why did I just say you're not going to get a big story? It's not the the whole weekend much. thing. How did oh, that go? It went okay. It was not. Well, what you we really expected. know how to sell it, don't you? Hey, man, I'm not going to make up shit for you. It's not always. Hey, this is actually a good learning experience. Kink isn't always what you think it's going to be. Sometimes okay. it's good, but underwhelming. It doesn't make a great story. So, well, let me. Well, let me ask some questions okay. then. So, now, did you do it? Did you do it like you said you might do? It, like we talked to that other yes. listener where you did it in kind of break sessions. Yeah, it was, but there was an an underlying uh, extreme power exchange on the entire time. Okay. So that he could do whatever he wanted whenever he wanted. And it was a very unusual weekend. We spent a lot of time talking about it and going, well, this isn't what either of us thought it was going to be, or it's not exactly in the direction we wanted it to go to go through. He kept saying, you know, I only instigated two rules this time. And I said, you got to stop saying that. You may have instigated only two rules, but your mindset is completely different. And my mindset is completely different. So outwardly, it looks like you only instigated two new rules. But it took me a good half hour, because it takes me about 45 minutes to drive there, of that time, to get into the right headspace. And before that time, I had to do a lot of studying of myself, because there would be times, there's always times when I, I 
I think of going over there and I get excited because I know he's just going to take what he wants and he's going to put me in that place that I love being. And at those moments, I get really excited and really uh, interested in what's going to happen. It comes and it goes. And most of the time, what is present is, I, and I, I told him this story, and it, this, it's hard to put into words, and the, it's not going to come out the right way. Yeah, it's be messy. It's this bully inside of me that is present all the time. Now, self-bullying? No. Oh, okay. A bully that takes care of me. Oh, okay. That has been there since I was a kid. This is the me you see. This is the, the brash, annoying brat. Not really, but it's, she's a bully. And that part is apparent most of the time. And that's the part you're used to seeing, you especially, Boogie. And so I have seen this. I, didn't, I never qualified it as a <laughs> Well, a I bull- see her as a bully because she, she, she bullies people that are getting in my face. She, she is, her whole sole purpose is to keep me safe. I don't really see that as a bully. Bullies are usually about themselves. Well, you know, we're talking about split personality yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, we're well, talking about different parts of well, my mind. Well, you're talking to somebody uh, with multiple personalities. This is so, why I've always so I'm like, I felt comfortable always <laughs> talking to you about stuff like this. So, uh, she is there most of the time and she comes unbidden and um, I'm very comfortable with her being there. Um, to get into the headspace in which I am allowing a man to tell me what to do is not always easy. Um, but I don't go all the way like I did this weekend. Right. So I, I stay far away from that center of complete power exchange. Did you try to pull the I tried character to, back? No, because to pull her back is, is in, in essence is to push her down, right. which has horrifying consequences. Mm. This is when I get into a negative feedback loop and it traumatizes me. So I've learned that that's not it. So when we thought of doing this, I said to myself, well, you know, you... This happens. It happens when you're, fit, you're excited about it. So you know that that part of you is there. You just have to learn how to access it. So I spent most of the week studying myself, studying that right. feeling. And how, what did I, what, how did I get into that feeling? What is it that this person who likes that likes? To, and it was, it's kind of a boring uh, character study of yourself, of that part of yourself. Why is it boring? Well, because most people would... It's, it's very um, tedious to okay, sit so- there and, and watch... What was I thinking and how did I get into that headspace? What were you thinking right before it? Now, next time you're feeling the bully going, there's no fucking way I'm going to let him do this shit to me this weekend. Try and bring that part of you. Remember what it felt like. Remember what you thought to get there, what you were thinking on the path to there. And slowly but surely, I was able to start um, consciously bringing it up, consciously letting her take over. So that when I got there on Friday, I spent the last half hour of the drive, just really drawing hard to think about that and not let myself come off that center. And for the most part, it worked. Right. It worked actually, actually, I have to say it worked pretty well. Okay. I, I didn't get into any negative feedback loops. I enjoyed the overwhelming majority of the weekend. Like I said, it wasn't what I expected it to be. And uh, there was almost nothing he did that he couldn't have done on any other weekend. But in his own words, he says something like, well, I... I, t- I I gauge your reaction. I take you into account a lot of times, and there's a lot of negotiating that I do when it comes to what I'm going to ask you. That, that's actually, he didn't do this. That's yeah. So he didn't do that negotiation this no, weekend. No, no, that was just so he just drew he off of his years of experience with you and just kind of yeah. kept a mental autopilot of that. He knew perfectly well what it was that would send me over the edge into trauma land. He right. just steered clear of those things, but but the one thing 
that still is always going to be an issue is the blowjobs in the morning. Oh, and he the was like... <laughs> and we <laughs> talked about it more, and I said, you know, I, I actually would have to lie there in the morning before one of his fucking rules was I wasn't allowed to speak in the morning until I gave him a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard that is for me, but Devil not woman. to open my mind and t- mouth and talk. So. Kathy not talking... Until blowjob. I knew this was going to... What are you talking about? That sounds like an amazing weekend. (laughs) That would be great. And I had to wake him up that way. So if he was sleeping, I had to pull off the covers and give him a blowjob. And he loves... So we talked about this. Here's the thing. Okay. He loves nothing more than to be woken up with a blowjob. To him, it is the essence of DS. It is the best thing he could possibly get. If you had to point to anything, that would be it. That's it. Blowjob, morning blowjob. Now, um, we've talked often on the show about how my mornings are sacred to me. I love them. They, to me, are a sense of freedom that I have, that the rest of the week, I have to get up early, I have to do what everyone else is. But on Saturday and Sunday morning, I get to do whatever the fuck I want. And the freedom that comes with it and the feeling of peace that comes with it is, I literally look forward to waking up in the morning because I know that I don't have to answer to anybody. Those two things could not be more... Cognitive (laughs) dissonance. (laughs) They could not be more opposite if you tried. The one thing that I look forward to all week is the one thing he needs to take away because it's the one thing he loves the most. So, and uh, I was able, so how'd that work out? I was able to do it because I consciously made an effort to put myself in that headspace and access the part of me that enjoys it. Here's the thing. Um, there's a part of me that enjoys it, but okay. I just don't know how to make her come up when I want her to come up for air, not when right. she feels like it. And so, I, like I said, to my surprise, I was able to do something that I didn't think I'd be able to do. And so we had a really good weekend. So what? I don't understand. Like you, you so undersold this because maybe that's it was not exciting. Because, it's not like you guys because, humping in the car outside because, of a laundromat. Well, well, that that's like a half hour. I mean, that's <laughs> literally. I mean, this was something you prepared for. I mean, of course, yeah, hot sex, you know, spontaneous. That's always exciting there was or whatever. A lot more sex, but huh? There was a lot more sex so, than normal. Okay, so so. What you did, what makes this so exciting is because, and this is so good for our listeners, and we just dealt with this. Somebody had a, a really long play scene. And, and, and we're and, going to talk about that, and yes. They, and they had some success with theirs, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we prepared, you prepared, Creative Explorer. So it was like, this is like a perverted podcast weekend that we all kind of work towards. And so... It is exciting. I was really excited to hear about this and to hear these details and and how it worked out and where uh, it went well and and I just this was good. It 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 was good. Uh, it was despite that weird Venn diagram that where we're never going to come together. We were able to find a way to come together. I don't know that I could do it all the time because that would mean I give up my mornings. Yeah, you're all no 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 longer looking forward. Yeah, this is special. We're call this maybe an annual, biannual <laughs> kind of you know kind kind of weekend, and it's still an ongoing experience because that's forty eight uh, Saturdays and Sundays. Well, no, forty yeah, forty eight weekends that you get to uh, have your weekend, uh, and yeah, and then there's to two. give that up entirely. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. that I'd I would be say able biannual to probably. Be. <laughs> yeah, I'm your I'm your I'm your but, pimp. And the thing was that what we both needed to do is we each it, the obstacles were all in in our own minds sure he had to and i don't know that i wouldn't call it an obstacle in his mind he just had to 
uh, do what comes naturally to him, which is to boss me around and get his way. <laughs> and I had to do what comes unnaturally to me. But the only obstacles were in our own heads. How, right. how do we get past this? And we still haven't really talked about it. The funny thing is that he said, are you going to talk about it on the podcast? And I said, I don't think I want you because I still need to process. And maybe I don't need that much processing, but... No, we, I th- we I still think, need to talk about it. Well, yeah, I. I mean, you got the debriefing, but I yeah. think you did a good job of explaining your process. I mean, this is I just, yeah. this is quality radio right here. Is that what you call it? Quality this is radio? quality radio. I don't know that I agree with you. You told but it was... an insight. Yeah, so yeah, you didn't have bells and whistles. There's a lot of things that you did that were different, but what was important was the work that you did on yourself and the discoveries you had, and you were able yeah. to find places after being with somebody for a long time. And this is something that I think. Our listeners that have had long-term relationships that have been, you know, you know, three, five, 10, 15, 20 years with a partner to see that with work, with negotiation and, and, and with an, an interest in each other, you can make discoveries even deeper into the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I never would have thought I was looking at my calendar the other day trying to, you know, figure some stuff out in there and I, I saw that... Um, I think it's in March or February. He and I had been hanging out for five years. Five years. So, and I, I, if you're willing to push that envelope, if you're happy pushing that envelope to see where it'll go, you can extend that excited newness of your relationship quite a long time. It's one of the reasons why I love kink. Yeah, there's a there's always something to learn. That's very it's true. It's not always pretty, but there's always something to learn. That <laughs> life is the place. Talk about genital torture in subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about that life. What 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 was that? I don't want to forget. What? I got a cell phone coming. My cell phone army is building. Okay, what do you my mean? My Pokemon cell phone. Well, you know, I crashed my one cell phone and then, you know. In I, the bathroom, yes. <laughs> no, that was in storage. The other one died in the bathroom that I got this one. And then the case that is lost at your P.O. box. It's not there. Um, you checked on it? Yeah, it's not there. Yeah, so they fucking lost it. Yeah. Well, yeah, and which is good. I should have had it because then my phone smashed. So one of our amazing perverted podcast listeners, Lynch in the U.K., is like, hey, I got a, I got a Samsung S6 just collecting dust on a shelf that I use for work. Oh. C- can you use it? Can I ship it to you? And I'm like thinking my, my Pokemon army of, of things, you know, where I can, because I can save money if I can just, you know, kind of keep myself entertained and just walk instead of, you know, driving or whatever. So the extra phones are good because I hotspot them to the other phone. And I'm like, absolutely, that'd be amazing. So he, Sent me the code and everything. He's all, hey, maybe you should wait till it gets there because, you know, the Royal Post <laughs> sometimes has a bad reputation. Right. And, you know, and I'm like, but it's just awesome that a listener, you know, stepped up and said, hey, I got an old phone. I'm not using it. Do you want it? So I'm like, that's amazing. So they're sending it? So they send I it. I need to keep an eye out so for they, it? Yes, you okay. need to keep out. Did you send your tracking information? Yes, okay. I have the tracking information. Hopefully this one will make it to your P.O. box. With tracking information, anything can be happening. So now I have my little thing. I'm excited. Well, because this, if this thing dies, so, you know. I see two phones in front of me. And Why do you need a sh- third? Well, I need a third because, you know, because Pokemon, you, you got a lot. Of, You're giving you, a lot of attention to this if I could stupid sh- freaking game. If I could just get an, a, a, an iPhone 6 or above, then I will be complete. Complete, Kathy. 
I have a hard time listening to this. I really do. <laughs> Let's go to Fat Life stuff. I just wanted to say thanks to Lynch oh, for Lynch. sending that. That's that was so actually nice. really, really cool. All right. This is a post by I'm a Sapio, which is cute. I'm a Sapio? I'm Wait. a... What? The, I thought this was the... That's her name. Oh, this is Sapio. Oh, I thought you said that. I'm a no. Sapio. I'm like sapiosexual. <laughs> what? Wait, is it? Wait, what's the post? I thought Man, this you was don't the... listen to me. This is by I'm a Sapio. It's a post okay. called "Physical Fuck Trauma Is a Thing." This is a long post. I'm going to uh, paraphrase a lot of it. She meets a dominant, and they start discussing quote unquote a scene that they're going to do. This is via phone, email, and text. And uh, frankly, in her post, she explains in pretty good detail that there really was a quite a bit of work in determining their compatibility. This sure. wasn't just, you know, you meet someone and you jump into bed with them. They did, they did so Some quite a lot of checking. Yeah. yeah. So they end up meeting in person eventually. They, while they meet, they talk, they play a little, and they end up having sex. So this is what she says. Then something happened which was excruciating and terrifying to the point that he offered to take me to the emergency room. Here is an explanation I found on the web to better explain what developed. Now, the reason I'm going to read this is because a really good article on health.com called Six Reasons You're Feeling Pain After Sex. Sure. And she gives you this little brief thing where it says, picture somebody punching you firmly over and over in the same spot in your shoulder. The muscles become sore and a natural response may be spasms of the muscles. The same thing happens in the pelvis and the muscles surrounding the vagina and pelvic organs. When you have penetrative sex and your partner's penis makes repeated contact with the vaginal wall, these spasms can be exacerbated and really hurt. So here's what she says. When this happened, all I could do was try to stretch out on the floor or ball up on the bed. It was not something I would ever wish on anyone. And she says that he was very attentive at the time. At the time. And eventually she felt the pain subside they go and they try, try again, again. Mistake. and the result Mistake. is it's the same an onslaught of severe cramping that makes her just takes her out for the rest of the night. All right uh, to the point where he goes to bed and she tries to just manage the cramps on her own that just keep on coming. They don't stop, and finally she falls asleep. And the next morning he's acting cold and distant, and he fucking can't get her out of the house fast enough, which is. Uh, a whole other thing on its own, which infuriated me when I read it. I know, I want to just punch this guy. Here's how she concludes it. The drive home gave me time to think and figure out what the hell happened. This is when I did some research and found that the, the info that I shared above. Now I knew. I was not physically able to take that pounding over and over. It took me a few hours to accept that, and I messaged him about it with no response. I share this because there were moments I questioned my decision to stop. Moments I felt I should have just taken the pain for the sake of following through. But now I'm glad I made the decision to tell him I couldn't take anymore. My body was telling me no, screaming at me to stop, the, stop traumatizing it. It is easy to get caught up in the moment and feel that you need to push through. I can take a beating and my subspace is achieved by doing just that. But an internal issue is no joke. I enjoy fucking, but I will also mind my body. This is the only one I've got. So not taking care of it could take me out of commission for good. And I like exploring this lifestyle too much for that. There is so much. (laughs) Well, I mean, all I'm going to say is I'm glad this happened because you saw that some people, uh, they can take, 
Prince Charming up until they see the dragon, and then they shit their pants, they jump off the horse, and they run the other way. But they can ride that horse. They look good. Hair billowing in the wind, shiny sword. They're going to go slay the dragon and save the princess. Or the prince, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever your, whatever your pleasure, right? <laughs> um, and then at that moment where some shit goes down and now they're not in control or something throws them off or their little, uh, their little fairy tale gets whatever, they hightail it. And that's what this, this dude did. This is what fake Dom did. And the rest of the post was so amazing because this, the poster, you know, once again, I don't know all the sides of the story, but we're just just taking it at face value, you know, because we have a show. Uh, the poster was very eager to do so many things in submission to really give it a good go for this dominant. And then... Oh, yeah. She, she, she dresses yeah, nice. Yeah, she she does mean, this whole beauty regimen. Had a whole thing that, like, like and I'm, I'm grateful at the end of the post that they didn't beat themselves up that much over this because they did their 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 thing and found out how incredibly normal this is and i'm sure i have a couple of the other six reasons um that i've experienced myself uh with uh partners with painful sex um this is so common it is not a permanent thing in most cases painful sex bunny and i had painful sex uh for the first two months that uh, we had sex, like really painful sex to where it was like literally you can go in halfway and then it's like slow. And then and it, and it turned out that we had to do mental work because there is a situation where your body and your mind have a little conversation without you and say, I don't know if I feel right about this person. I don't have the trust. I don't, I don't trust this person. And there is a physiological response. And, and I don't know, Dr. Doe talked about it because she had it. You know, we talk about Dr. Doe from Sex Explanations. And she had it. And then you have to do some mental work that the body actually rejects the mate. Mm-hmm. And and you have painful sex because of that. And then she did some work psychologically, and just like you know, Bunny and I, we did a lot of talking. We took we took uh, you know all the sexual goals off the table, and we just you know tried to make her feel comfortable with us together, in that there was no pressure, and we took that stuff off. And literally a week later, two weeks later, ninety percent improvement on the painful sex. Um, uh, I also. Uh, to, to also further validate our poster on how normal this is and how not it's not a permanent thing. It could have just been that once. Trying to go for the second round was really that that was you're, well, you give you're, it a try. You think you're the not going to over and you can't it's like it's like getting a muscle cramp in your leg and then going, oh, I'm going to go run now. No, it takes you out of the game. You're out of the game. You're going to have sore. That that area needs to heal. That's now, and that becomes an injury because it's so insane in that part. You have to stop. So trying again, you know, it, it probably very likely wasn't going to work. Okay, so of all the people you would think that this would never happen to. Now I'm not. I, I am surely not uh, the largest man in the world. I'm average sized dick, right? Um, I was dating, uh, uh, for a very briefly, um, a high end porn star, uh, back, you know, I don't know, like 15 years ago, whatever. And, uh, and now this is a porn star. This is a, you know, top tier 
known porn star has had sex with thousands of guys, gigantic fucking penises, you know, fucking just a lot of sex this person has had. And we uh, had sex doggy style. And just like the poster said, I got her, you know, it was really, it was really good, aggressive sex. Uh, You know, she came a few times, went into the bathroom, curled into a ball for two hours. This is a porn star. This is somebody who has sex for a fucking living. And that can happen. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is just something, especially like banging the cervix. You can actually throw up. Uh, I've, I've had uh, women get nauseous from, you know, from repeat. Some women like when you pound their cervix when you fuck them. But some, it makes them completely sick. This is actually just so normal. It absolutely is. It happens more often than you would think. And if you're the lucky person that it never happens to, good for you. I'm, that, that means you're, you're, you're lucky and you're sure. going to have a lot less problems than the rest of us. My sister loves having her cervix hit. Right. It's pleasurable to her. Sure. It brings excruciating pain to me. Right. I can't stand it. And there are times when uh, it depends. I mean, my God, it depends on whether I'm bending over bed or whether I'm kneeling on the bed and arching my back. Right. That will determine what angle his penis is in. in, So, and that's sometimes on the bottom of my vagina, there's this ridge that really fucking hurts every time that he runs his dick along. I've gotten used to moving my body in a the right shift. way little that bo- suddenly it and moves weave. it over. And little. I don't, but sometimes it doesn't work. And no matter how much I try, like this actually happened a couple of months ago where right in the middle, I'm like, I can feel it coming. I know that I'm at the point where I will either get enough lubricated enough that it's going to become a lot easier right. or it's going to have to stop. And it rarely happens that I have to stop. I get lucky that, that I get wet enough that it, it makes it a lot easier. But in this case, it didn't. And, it, and each time he pounded me, it hurt more and more until finally I thought, this isn't going away. Yeah. And I pulled away from him so fast. He's like, oh my God, what the hell happened? Right. It was the first time that it happened, but only because I, I do so much work to move around to make sure I can get in the right position where it's not because the truth is my vagina gets hurt a lot. And he's if you like, hit it this way, if you hit it that way, it's like very, very... He's all, this slut knows how to fuck, dude. Look at how much she moves. She's all over the place, man. This yeah, I don't think awesome. that's what he's thinking. <laughs> this is awesome. This and here I am trying not You're to You're like, ow, 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 God, this bitch is good. And he, and I, we've talked about this too. I Until you fly off. I, yeah, very Fucking. funny. I bleed a lot, well, often. Right. And it, it, I guess it, he, he actually trusts me a lot. So when I tell him no... The pain and the bleeding actually have nothing to do with one another. There right. are times where I bleed and, and it felt nothing but fantastic. Sure. And other times where I'm like, oh my, I'm sure I'm bleeding because that really hurt. And right. We talk often about, tell me how, you know, how, how he's going to know whether it's the good pain. Because I say sometimes it's the good pain. Right. And sometimes it's right on the edge and then it backs off. Mew gives I, a thumbs up. <laughs> she's giving a thumbs She just up. looks back. She's, she's like, like yeah. okay, this is the good stuff. Yeah. So... It, so to it, this is the same problem that anybody who like let's say a non kinky person has as we're going to discuss later in coming into the king community the only um experience you have is what you've read in books or seen sure. in movies so you're not sure in actuality what's going to happen the same can be said of fucking if you're only seeing what's in porn or what your friends are lying to you how good it is right you're not going to know until you get into it. and this guy clearly has gone through life not not either the women that he's pussy works. either the women that he's with either are very very lucky and never have problems, or they're hiding shit from him right. and never told him. And here he he runs into somebody 
who's but even, even a tremendous still, amount even, of pain. Not even giving that. A, a, I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with not knowing shit. Yeah. But how do you respond exactly. to that? You know, it's like you. I even tried to play devil's advocate and maybe give him the benefit of the doubt and say, well, okay, maybe if you, all you're thinking is you're going to have a one night stand. But every way I tried to look at him, and no, he was just an yeah, asshole. Yeah, just, you're going to have sex with someone. You have to be prepared for what's going to happen. And if your partner, I don't care if it's a one night stand or not, needs you, you better fucking yeah. be there because. If not, I don't Before, care how good your DS, it, you know, is compatible it's with bullshit. her. It's bullshit. It's a game. Yeah. You're just a fake prince. You know, that's that's it. Yeah. And I mean, not. And I only say that in judgment because I can think back in my youth, <laughs> in my <laughs> ignorance. What did you do? Uh, I'm like thinking. I'm like, no, that's not the same story. But uh, you know, I I have done things where I I have not. Uh, Continued with people because the sex wasn't, you know, didn't, you didn't mesh sexually with somebody and then you're like, oh, okay, well, this didn't work out. And they're like, yeah, I kind of felt that too. You know, but it was still, I look back on that and I'm like, oh, it's kind of douchey. You know, you didn't give him, you know, didn't give him a chance. But of course, you know, I I was much, 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 much younger uh, at that point. And we're all stupid when we're young. Yeah. Well, not everyone, but most, Uh, yes. Overwhelming uh, majority. Well, I mean, it really, I've, I've met, I mean, and this gets into the, how young, you know, how old do you have to be to be a master or whatever, um, or a daddy or, or to be good. It, It really comes down to your intention. If you have an intention of knowing, I don't know everything, but I can learn. Uh, I've known people who, uh, had DS relationships in their early twenties and they were actually really good because they investigated things and they didn't pretend like they knew everything and they were interested in finding out. But yes, in general, you make a lot of mistakes. Right. Uh, when you're young and stupid, no but this person, this, guy. I'm this sorry. wasn't, and you just, sh- I mean, you missed out and whatever, who knows the story? Maybe she's a serial killer and she, you know, she, you know, took a dump in his Cheerios or something. She didn't write that in. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's something <laughs> let's else. Let's assume that didn't but happen. Let's assume dumping the Cheerios did not happen. And, uh, and that this is what it is. And, and you missed out on, on possibly somebody who could have been, even if it wasn't a perfect match as a submission and a contract in a DS relationship or MS relationship, whatever you, you surely missed the opportunity to be around somebody who was, who was really dedicated yeah. to, to, to giving you the best service uh, that that they could, and, and you should saying, have validated that. Yes, if what she's saying is true, he didn't realize what a, an amazing person he had on his hands yeah. because not everybody's that dedicated to being in service, to being a submissive. Sure, believe me, tough work to get around this place. <gasps> did you just look at me? I goddamn did. She's about as submissive as my foot. Eh, you knew that. Fred, you <laughs> knew the job was dangerous yeah. when you took it. I know, I know. <laughs> when you find yourself in danger, and it looks like you're in danger, and it looks like you were like a licking. <laughs> There is one thing you should learn when there is no one else to do to call. Oh, super chicken. chicken. <laughs> like everyone, all the people under the age of 33 are like, I've what? heard that once this. before. It was you doing it in another episode. Whatever. <laughs> Look, down those are secrets now. Get on YouTube. Get on YouTube within 24 hours. Not right now because they'll do it and ignore oh, us. Oh, yeah, they will. Watch some super chicken episodes. I love super chicken Fucking so much. Great. Classic 70s. 70s fucking cartoon. Fred is great. Classic 70s. Uh, Kathy. Weddy. I almost didn't play it. I, I did. I, uh, you know, you have those moments. And you know some sarcasm. Is, I'm, I'm going to do some shit. Okay. I don't know what you So I'm giving the sarcasm. Okay. Okay. You know, there's times where you're, you're recording. And like I said, I'm in storage and I'm trying to make some shit. 
and and you have thoughts and i'm trying to think outside of the box now and i'm trying to you know in songwriting you know because i play a lot of ukulele now and and so you know because i have that in the car because i don't want to get my guitar stolen so if they steal the uke whatever it's 30 dollar uke uh so i'm learning shit and i'm playing and uh and sometimes you just you hit something and you just go this I'm not going to say it's my best song, but it is is definitely conceptually, existentially. I had a thought. I thought about life. I thought about things. I thought about this oh, thing, brother. And um, I I wrote a hit. Uh huh. I wrote a hit. Let's I know you it. don't hear it. And this. Just think through this with me. Okay. I was thinking back to all the rockin' sex I had And all the condoms I went through But I felt a little guilty cause I threw them away And I don't want to pollute So I thought real hard What could I make from the rubbers That filled so many sluts with love to my penis that mostly thinks for me and the genius struck from down below I'll make a used condom wetsuit surfing the waves of love spread my seed across the seven seas wearing 800 weenie gloves (laughs) you fill me with the most horrifying image a used, Horrifying. Used, reduce, reuse, recycle, Kathy. Boogie. This is a no. planet. We have a dying don't planet. Don't gift STIs. This is, this <laughs> is, I don't have an STI. I test. And I use, I was thinking, because no I was just sitting there, man. And I was thinking, I'm like, wow, man. If, you know, I, not, a, not for a non-porn star, for a non-professional sex. You've uh, used a lot of content. Person, I have done pretty good in the in, in my life. I've you know because I, I haven't had a lot of relate. You and I, five years. Um, that's the longest relationship. Are you I've still heard. using condoms? No. Well, no, condoms. not with Mew. Cause no, because you, you have other partners. I yeah, with other partners. Didn't. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Uh, yeah, lots of just like I have a case of a thousand, and we go through so you know, and I'm like, man, what you, you got to do? So, you know, that's pollution you know they make those and like what could you make no boogie don't do it we could make no it. don't can, hit that button you could make no it. no they need to hear it again no, they don't. i was thinking back to all the rocking sex i had and all the condoms i went through but i felt a little guilty because i threw them away and i don't want to pollute so i thought real hard what could i make from the that fills so many sluts with love. Sing along! No! To my penis that mostly <laughs> thinks for me, and the genius struck from down below. Because my penis thinks for me. Uh huh. I'll make a used condom wetsuit. Come on! Surfing the waves, waves of, of love. love. Spread my seed across the, the seven, seven seas, wearing 800 weenie gloves. You got head bobbing from me. Everyone else refused, and clapping from you. <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! Enigma was listening. Yes. Yeah. Did you feel Billy Joel? Right. Billy Joel level. Right. You're no piano. I, I don't man. know about Billy Joel, but I do have an image of you covered in condoms and sliding into a whale. Oh, oh like front or back? God. Yeah, I mean, come I'm, on. I'm Orphis. I'm yeah, Orphising yeah. the whale. That, yeah. that would be amazing. 
amazing. I mean, you're uh, covered in condoms. Where else are they going to go? I'm like, just I, like, and wouldn't it be amazing if like we made some like weird sci-fi, like the sun, like maybe there was a solar, uh, what do they call them, solar flares at the right time that I entered the whale, which changed the genetics of the, the genes of the whale enough to where we could actually splice and make fucking boogie whale baby. Boogie beluga. Beluga boogie. Oh my God, okay. baby beluga boogies. That's right. That's a market for that, Kathy. Boogie. Or it's like a reverse Jonah story. Yeah. Yeah. Like get Since in the belly of the bug. Do solar flares affect the DNA of Cause, living Because radiation. Because sci-fi. Because sci-fi. Because radiation, <laughs> it changes things at the right time, the temperature, and no. then saw Kathy, um, <clears throat> volcanic eruptions underwater and salt water created life. Thermal vents. Thermal vents and water created life. How can you know factual shit like that and then think that solar flares affect the DNA? Because if you have thermal vents, salt water... And a solar flare, you might be able to mutate no. a certain amount of the cellular uh, uh, of genes no, in gonna, order to make them compatible with a whale. I'm going to say this: you need to stop drinking so much coffee right before the show. Because if Bunny your was mind, here, if Bunny was no here, no boogie, no. If Bunny, if Bunny was, was here, here, she'd laugh her ass no, off. No, she would what say, "Well, I mean, gene counseling—that's what she's studying for." She, well, they, they have to change it some way. Oh, what do they use? Gravity? They use gravity to get little magnets and they want to pull blue eyes into a fucking gene? Like, how do they do it? I think that... How do you know they don't use radiation? We hit the limits of where this conversation can go. I would like perverted podcast listeners who happen to have some sort of degree in bioengineering. We've all turned the genetics. show off by this point. T- yeah, we don't have a lot of... No, we do. We have smart people because they like to feel better about themselves listening to my shit. But let's get some facts. Who? No. What would it take... You're going to be very disappointed. What would it take to make... The compatibility between right. us and, like, say, a beluga, or well, I wouldn't fit into a beluga because I mean, I'm pretty big. Would have to be closer, or would they? Okay, or, that's it. I'm putting a stop to or it. We're moving on. Would they? Or would they? Just listen to you. I'm exhausted. You and your crazy stuff. Actually, we were just talking about Oni Cell with her extended scene. She wrote to us. Remember? Oh. Okay, so remember she had asked, I've never done an extended scene. I don't know how to do how that differs. So we're getting from her report now. Was. Yeah, she said, You actually answered just in time. The scene is this weekend. Thanks so much for the advice because I was very busy psyching myself out about it. I feel a lot better now as I remind myself to not expect anything in particular. Thinking of it as a series of scenes instead of one long one has been really helpful in organizing my thoughts and plans. It also was great hearing that other very kinky people, I like this part, uh, do not have them all the time because I had a bit of an imposter syndrome about not having done one yet. And then she, because I'm so bad at answering emails, I didn't realize that was a while ago. And then she followed it up with, just want to thank you guys. We had the extended scene. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) And I was able to really enjoy it because I stopped putting pressure on myself for what it was supposed to be. And hey, neither of us ended up in jail. That's good. If God, no one ends up in jail, no that's good. Dead, no one in jail, no one in the ER. I'm that's, so glad you know, it went well for them. That's good. It's well, really great. That's and this is this is it. May not, the work the work you put into it. The work may not seem exciting, 
any production takes work. Any good production, any great movie, any great uh, recording, any great theater, any great show that you're going to put on, and sometimes a play scene, it's role play, you're doing a show with your partner for two, for you and however many people are in that scene. The more production you put in, the more work you put in, and some of that is very tedious and boring and it doesn't seem exciting, but it almost always makes the outcome better. Absolutely. And you get to feel like, I mean, like I said, it's great to just grab Mew in a parking lot and to do something crazy and sexy, and it's hot in that moment, but some of the things that we have spent five years building up to and the intimacy that we have and the unspoken things and those types of dynamics are just way more satisfying. And mm-hmm. so I, I, that's why I rejected when you're like, oh, you don't want to hear about this. That sounds boring to me. I think Be- no one's going to want to hear this. this. Because this is what is real. That's it is the at real the basis part. of all good scenes. Yeah, that's, that's true. is that stuff. So this is, this is good. That's did very we did, good. We did good. We done good, Boogie. <laughs> what would you name the whale? I mean, didn't we just give it a name? What? Beluga Boogie? That just uh, doesn't have yeah, it doesn't have a ring. Dell, what would you name the uh, the whale baby? Whale my, baby. My 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 spawn. Your progeny. G- give me some time to get my alliteration going. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're going to get a good a one. Good All right, we need a good uh, name for the baby, and it's not going to be a beluga because beluga is literally our only like maybe you know Belugi? two and a half times bigger than me. So. So I don't think I'm going to fit all the way in a beluga hooch, you know. I just, you know, I, at do least. penises, whale me, penises actually go in the vagina? Yeah, do they just no, spray no, them? In, no, that's like a fucking, you know, I, crab or something. No, I think no. they kind of corkscrew in. No, they do. They go. They fuck. No, they do just Do I need to look them. up whale penises yes, now? Yes, please do. Yes, Dale. Yeah, I want to know if they penetrate. Now you're Dale? Not, not what they Dale. look like. If they actually no, they're kind of, it's like a dolphin pee. It looks like a Let tongue. It, I understand. It's that, a pointy but, tongue, but okay. yes, it goes in. No, doesn't not just all of them. Some of them just whales. Spray it. Yes. No, whales don't spray. They fuck. They're mammals. They're mammals, Kathy. Oh I, I had a thought about the email or the message. The what? Yes. The, uh, the penises it. look like very floppy tongues. I told you. No, I, I never said anything about the way the penis and that, looks. Yes, and it goes, do whales fuck? Yes, they're mammals. They fuck to procreate. That's not what I asked, and you still haven't answered my question. And they, what, what is it? Do they penetrate? Yes, the that's fucking. Boogie, you know what? Let's not have this. I have a second email. I'm going to talk about it. All right, this get, one is anonymous. They'll look up if whales fuck. Because Kathy won't believe me that mammals have sex. Well, I tend to. That's kind of. I tend to not believe pretty much anything you say. So I think that's you can't pr- blame me for that. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> so this one is anonymous, uh, only because they gave no name. So I'm assuming they want to remain Did anonymous. You? But uh, they say I qualified as a PP zombie several episodes ago. PP Zam or a PP zombie? PP zombie. Zombie. Fifty or more episodes of Perverted Podcast, and you are a PP zombie. And this for person life. is. But this is my first time writing in. I came via the Gotham Press podcast. Remember the Gotham oh, yeah, Press yeah, people? Oh, yeah, yeah. They came down. The, yeah. They first, their first attempt. Did the they get a flat attempt, tire? First, no, first attempt. Yeah, they, their car died and, <laughs> and channeled me. They're the local podcast for my King community. And after hearing them talk about how great you all are, I finally checked it out myself. Thank you so much to everybody at Gotham Press. That's really nice that they're sending people our way. And finally, I have another anonymous this one, not because they wanted to be, but because I forgot to write down the name. Fair. I do that all the time. I don't know what's going on with me. Uh, they said in your episode called Thinking Ca- Kinky, I don't know. Thinking, Thinking Kinky, Kinky was yeah, recent. Okay. 
Kathy was saying that she's surprised by all the people who have downtime at work to listen to the podcast. I wanted to say I also listen at work (laughs) when I'm doing overtime and there aren't a lot of people who need things from me. I listen with my headphones and I work at the same time. You all make the time go by faster. And sometimes you have me laughing my ass off, but in a stifled way, because most days there are other people in the vicinity. Hope you are both doing well. Keep up the good shows. You know what? Thank you so much. Welcome to the podcast. I love hearing when a new lot people. of we did have a good crowd from the Thinking Atheist. That's what that show was. And Thinking, Gotham Thinking Press Atheist and Gotham Press. Yes. So we have some uh, some new people. Of course, you always see that that big spike. You know, because Thinking Atheist is a big show. And uh, and Seth's got a lot. And I sent him a jingle, too, and he said it cracked him up. I don't know if he played it on his show. I should play it on ours because he probably won't play it because he probably doesn't have the same appreciation for uh, for my shenanigans. I don't, think he, I don't think Seth would like used condom wetsuit. I, I would agree He may like you. it, but he would never admit. He may privately admit. have a chuckle. He may have a chuckle. And that'll be it. But uh, but I sent him one, I, you know. But uh, he, he's a good it was guy. good, yeah. Yeah, it was good. All right, what are we talking about? That's it. That's all. The oh, we're moving. Wait, Dell, did you have? Did you want any? Yes, information, please. Whale sex stats. Yes. yes. Um, stats. <laughs> we have whale sex stats. <laughs> um, on average, they have intercourse for a minute. Um, the male's penis hides in a slit when they're not having sex. Um, like just tucks. They it, tuck. It, they it all tucks tuck. inside. They're all training um, whales. The average length is seven to nine feet. Um, about about half of my size. They're about twelve inches wide, eighteenth inch circumference. Oh, I'm a lot wider than and that. You're, you're considered a small penis. A, I am. A, I am and a, a single um, serving of ejaculate is twenty liters. Uh, okay, that I'm not pretty good because I'm older. So I mean, maybe a good six or this seven. Is a blue liters. whale, by the way. I could get other whales. Like a two gallon, like stat, a, just a but. blow. Could you imagine? You're just like, don't, like, I mean, you think uh, Brontosaurus sneezing on you like in Jurassic Park would be bad. How bad would it be just to, just to be hanging out, you know, on a pier or something like that, eating a taco, and a blue whale's like, oh, my God, I love dudes that eat tacos. 20 liters of, uh, of whale, whale love. Oh, also, each of their testicles weighs 100 pounds. Oh, my God. That well, that alone. I am right, right accurate. Let's see that. That's that's blue whale take, right there. Take your hand away from your that's penis. Blue, that's under the, pure, under the table right that's now. pure blue whale testicle size right there. That's all I got for perverted male. That's it? For perverted male. Well, now, yeah. so yes, whales fuck. They just don't do it for very long. That's lame. I didn't hear him Like, can't they, they like, yeah, he said they all fuck for like a minute. On average, yeah. On average. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a typical guy. You got to learn some stuff. Oh, my God. You got to learn. First, you got to get old. You got to get old and have a bad back. Can then, we move on, and please? And the pain <laughs> makes you last longer. What? What? what That's the cartilage doing? in their penises. What? They have collagen? Cart- cartilage. Their penises are actually hard. Oh, so they actually just pop out of the thing and they're like, boing! Can yeah, we the, stop the, talking about that? They don't say erect from blood flow. What? They don't say erect from blood flow. No, it's just like, got th- oh my God, that would be amazing. Kathy, I want a whale penis. Oh my God! Can, think about that. No. You know, because it's like the only reason. The penis is taller than you. Okay, maybe. <laughs> okay, maybe that's a little. You know, maybe I'm shooting, <laughs> shooting, shooting twenty liters when I should just be shooting five. 
But just can you imagine? Because I've never been a part of like a, like public orgies or public sex or anything like that because I get all in my head and there's so many things going on and I just can't think and I can't get hard. Could you imagine if I had a whale penis and I could literally just pull it out of whatever slit in my leg and just be like, punk, I could fuck everyone in the room. I never thought I would ever say these words, but ever. I am reaching my limits on this podcast right now. No more whale penis talk. What about that better be? Donkey penis. <laughs> hit the next jingle button. Llama? No. <laughs> I'm going to hit a button. <laughs> Go ahead. Just see what happens. All right. Wow, that sucks. You failed. Try Should another I one. Should keep doing all this? Yeah. Do I make a baby? No, no. What the fuck? Too much teeth. Too much teeth. Now I got a a while since I hit the bunch of buttons all at once. That was good. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> you only hit two and you hit filthy fantasies and uh, pee pee dance. Pee-pee as, dance. As, uh, definitely pretty good. Is a zebra labia all covered with stripes? <laughs> Seek our godly wisdom on some fucking advice. Animal labia is fine, not oh, okay. animal penis. Peni. No more. Kathy's only interested in the lady animals. That's right. Lady animals. What if they had cartilage in their labia and they could just smack you with them? So now that like, just I'm interested in. What about a female hyena? Because they also have very engorged clits that are function as peni. Do basically. they? Yes. Really? Yes. How do you know this? What do you just randomly... Because he's a hyena fucking half crying over there. <laughs> the devil's like, sin has taken on a whole new meaning. Hyenas have an engorged clitoris that they can... So, like, if they're bored... They fuck the men. I like it huh. a lot. They this also have good. to basically... The male peni, the hyena have to fuck the engorged penis clit, and then they have to give birth out of that. Like urethral like, birthing? Yeah. Hyenas oh need some education. Let me, let me just tell you. Wow. No wonder they always got that fucked up look on their face. I got a birth out of my urethra. Somebody fucked up. There is no God. Now you know there is no God. Enough caffeine for you. Jesus Christ. Mew, don't let him have caffeine It's like the giraffe that evolved with the laryngeal nerve that went all the way down its neck and all the way back up to its heart. Just shitty design. Well, that's shitty design. Okay, that's evolution. That's, that's evolution. How it works. That's that's there is no god. Evolution makes shitty design. That's like that. right. Well, shitty is according to what we didn't think. give me a, the giraffe survived. Didn't give me the correct penis. That's for sure. <laughs> oh my god! So <laughs> we have an email from Z who says I've been listening for ages and I am a peepizam. Good for you. Zombie Apocalypse Master. It means you have listened to every current to-date show. Yay. We don't count the uh, the half of peepees, though. No, we don't. We don't, because we that's only those for... Are secret shows. Yeah, those are secret yeah. shows for our patron subscribers. Right. You can still be a peepee zam just listening to the free shows. Exactly. But maybe there's like some like special ultra Have you side. heard our half of peepees? No. You yeah, can't that's, give that's, them any title. That, They're it, that no, bad. No, but that's what I'm saying. You are like, committed. If you actually listen to they all of them, they do need to be and, committed. Yeah, if that's they hear true. That. Okay, what do we got? All right, she says about six months ago, I met an amazing guy on Yay! a vanilla dating site. Yay! On our first date, I mentioned that I listened to a kink podcast, and on our second date, before things got physical, I was very outright and told him what I'm into. He said he definitely always felt he had dominant tendencies and had been wanting to explore more, but never had. I was very encouraged by this. I got him some books to read, helped him set up a FetLife profile, and started bringing him to munches. 
We've started exploring things in reality, but things are going very slowly. I think he's afraid he's going to hurt me in ways I don't want. There aren't really dungeons or clubs here, stupid Puritan Massachusetts, she says. (laughs) (laughs) Poor girl. So I can't really show him what I want in person. We're going to a convention together in a few weeks, and I hope that will help. But do you have any advice in helping a chocolate sprinkles boy go full-on non-vanilla? Help me, perverted podcast. You're my only hope. (laughs) How'd you get the reverence? I love that Okay, first, first, I got to take this. Okay, first, did you notice that Perverted Podcast, and this is the first time I have ever heard this in the 228 shows that we have done, that Perverted Podcast is now a negotiation of first dates. What do you mean? She said, I told him right off, I listened to a kink podcast. Right. That's us. Yeah. Because usually, do you not understand? And they're using us. Do you not understand the significance of that? No, I don't. That we, A, help people come out to other people, and B, that's like when people have their like limit. Like, I just want you to know ahead of time, I am a perverted podcast listener. If you have a problem with that, you can fuck the fuck off. That is a dedicated listener. I, Letting I think, people know. I think you're this taking is a it. lot of liberty. Like with there's what people she said. that are like, "Hey, if you don't like Rick and Morty, then I can't. Then we're not going to connect." You know. Mm-hmm. And you think perverted podcasts? Is we were that. that. She okay. just said. They said, "Hey, I listen to a kink podcast, and I'm kinky." Like we, and not even just the fact that it was us. I think it's amazing that people are brave enough in Puritan, Massachusetts. To understand that if you do not disclose information up front, you have the greater potential of investing a lot of time in somebody that it's just not going to work out with because you have done all this ritual mating crap uh, and avoided some significant parts of yourself. It is much better to just take that risk. Now, you, you you can definitely ease into it. We have a lot of listeners that have not eased into this. And scare the shit out of the other person. But I think in this case, they they said, hey, I'm into some kinky things, and these are some things that I like. And, and, and it gave the other person a chance to have a conversation and that this person responded. So I'm going to stop there at how cool that was, and then you go, and then I'll have some other shit. <laughs> well, I think it was very telling when she said they haven't done anything. He has, she hasn't been able to take him to dungeons or clubs. And I think people underestimate what an important step that can be how much easier it can make somebody who who basically has no clue what kink or bdsm is because if not what you've got rolling around in your head as i've said before the movies you've seen or the books that you've read and they don't give you any context into what you can expect in reality so to walk into a club where you're seeing a bunch of pretty cool people hanging out doing stuff five feet away from you watching them from start to finish, seeing how they begin a scene. If you're lucky enough, you can see a little bit how they negotiate. And to see it in practice, it's eye-opening. Absolutely. I, I, I can only, again, talk about the first time I went to the club we don't talk about, and I saw for myself, it was as if, you know what it was like? It was like Dorothy going from black and white to color. Suddenly, I just could see things that I couldn't understand unless they, until they were happening right in front of me. That is an amazing story. And now, 
we have to deal with the reality that many people don't have that. That many people don't have that. So she's going to a convention, which is great. Which and is unfortunately, she's very... I'm not going to say she's impatient. She's excited to of get course, this stuff of going. Course, of and course. as far as she's concerned, it's just it's going too slow. But what you have to understand is that without that outlet, without that place that you can go to, that, which a munch is great, but sure. it's never going to show you what's going to happen kink-wise, you're going to have no choice but for it to go slow. And for someone Absolutely. who's seasoned like her, she knows what to expect. She just wants to go, go, go. Come on. Can't we just do this faster? You have the potential of ruining what could be a good thing if you push it too fast. I completely uh, agree with that. Um, I would like our our poster who used us in their initial uh, negotiation. You're so proud of that. I'm so proud. (laughs) I'm so honored. Uh, that people have to <laughs> Z, let people thank know. You for that. <laughs> have to let know. I would like you to get your partner. Fast forward past all the other shit where we, you know, talked about their inexperience, uh, and just have them start listening now. Okay, <laughs> just bring them to this show because here's the thing: we want to talk to this person. We want to talk to this person, and I want to specifically talk to this person. And and if they were sitting here. I would want to be able to sit there and go, hey, first off, dude, amazing props to you for being open to exploring this with your new partner and and because you see, A, your own curiosities about it, which is awesome, but you're also seeing that your partner is really into this and you are willing to allow yourself to stretch a little bit and to learn a little bit. First off, that is amazingly commendable. That is really A+. plus. Uh, relationship, dating, uh, ethics, whatever you want to call it. Good stuff. The second is the fact that you may have some uh, fears about, am I pushing too much? Do they like this? Uh, Is this too painful? Am I going to do something wrong? The fact that you have that concern shows you're a human. That is absolutely what you should have from now until being super uber, I know everything, master of the universe. The fact that you have concern for your partner, that is also commendable. That being said, now we get into the stuff that we always talk about on the show, which is your desires are not the same as your partner's desires. So at some point, you're going to have to trust them as an adult that they can share with you, no, really, these are things I enjoy. doesn't mean you rush into them. doesn't mean you don't talk about them. doesn't mean you don't communicate them. But it means that how you envision yourself receiving what you're doing is not the same how your partner is actually receiving it. Yeah, that's actually really good. One of the, the hardest things for people to understand is that you can have somebody, you can be a person who does not like pain, does not like receiving pain, but can give pain to someone else because their experience of pain is not your experience of pain. So accept that you're not going to have 100% compatibility, uh, but there's so much fun to be had, even with the compatibility that you do have. It's not a bad thing if you're not 100% compatible. And, and the other thing is that there's this fear that, that people think, what if I hurt them? What if this happens? I'm going to say something that maybe some people may not agree with. Don't say what if something happens. Say, what do I do when it's going to happen? Because it's going to happen. You are going to have missteps. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have errors of judgment. You're going to go into a scene having done everything perfectly well, and still it's going to slip sideways. 
So get your safeguards in place. Decide ahead of time what's going to happen when those things happen. Realize you're going to have to do debriefing. If you lay your foundation properly, then anything is possible. If you guys trust each other, you've developed a strong communication skills, then you can get past the things that happen. But like this other guy that we talked about in the FetLife stuff portion who didn't understand that things like this are going to happen and this is how you deal with them when they do. You discuss it. You don't freak out. You don't throw them out of your house. You take care of the person you're playing with. Then you can get past anything. Absolutely. And move on to a stronger relationship, and it, it just gets better and better if you keep doing it that way. Absolutely. One more thought before we turn it over, because I, I think Enigma had something they uh, wanted to say. Um, also, and this is a really big common one, we've talked about this on the show a lot. Also, don't be afraid of what's going to happen when you get turned on giving someone pain. Because oh, that, yeah. that is a major, major fear. Um, it was a major fear for me. It was something I had to struggle with. Like, oh my God, what if this actually turns me on? Am I some sort of abuser? Am I a freak? Am I a whatever? The difference between thoughts and desires and your primal desires, um, because most animals have pretty rough rapey sex. That's just a fact of fucking nature. We can have Dell go on Google all day long and bring back thousands of examples that nature has a lot of rough sex among mammals. So there's nothing wrong with having a desire or finding pleasure from it, but don't be afraid that you like something that maybe you, it doesn't fit in your image of yourself. Like, well, I'll do this for somebody, you know, because they like it, but I'm not going to really like it. But then you discover, Oh, actually that was actually really hot when she cried and said, please, sir, don't, don't do that, you know, and it was a role play. It's okay if that turns you on, as long as the actions afterwards are to take care of your partner and to work through it, that it is a mutual and consensual thing. Enigma, did you have something? Yes. Uh, the first thing is more help is, I think, directed more towards what she was posting about how uh, of like not being able to find places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when I was looking, when I was looking to move out here, like I looked up like Burbank specifically, and there was nothing. Oh no, Burbank is a is right, a right. Zone. And, like, yeah. and it, it took me like bouncing around cities to be like, oh, okay, if I just put LA, then it's going to show everything. Yeah. So like, uh, definitely like maybe change like if she's on FetLife, like change her uh, address a couple or her or her location a few times, and like see what pops up. Because it's a lot easier to find a, events local, like a fifty mile, like change to a zip code that's like fifty miles. Right, kinda, right, right. You know, no, that's actually a really good uh, suggestion because a lot of people don't realize that about FetLife. FetLife is a great resource mm. for events, especially. But if you've all, if you've listed your space as Van Nuys. Yeah, uh, you're only going to get what's in Van Nuys. Within the like, I think it's like a ten something mile. Yeah, area. yeah, but depending on what area you're in, and I often use when I used to be the membership chair at the place we were talking about. I used to tell newcomers the same thing: change your the the place where you live on FetLife, and it will it will populate the events mm-hmm. with a lot more that you. What some people are willing to drive ten miles well, I mean, or twenty yeah, if miles. It's, if it's once a if it's once a month, you're going to go. We have people come yeah. from like two hours away. And it's just like you make a whole day out of it, and it's like you're not going to do it every week. But, but yeah, 100 miles to have a great kink experience and be a part of a party is absolutely worth it. Maybe not every weekend. Right. But, and we had those people. We had a guy that drove out 
from San Diego for I remember the, that. the military guy. Yes. And he was fucking just the best, coolest guy in the world. So helpful. Such a great guy. And literally, he drove from San Diego, which was about three and a half hours yeah. each way. Uh, yeah. No, maybe two. Yeah, whatever. Two it, was, it was a long-ass yeah. drive to leave at two in the morning. Very, very and, true. You know, yeah. I was also going to say um, to uh, recommend checking out Meetup. Meetup.com. Uh, yes. Um, it's actually, That's a great site. Bec- I don't know how long it's been this way, but it's, it's very much being popular. Uh, a lot of like swinger groups do it, but like more and more kinky groups are starting to post their events there yeah, as well. I've seen stuff in Meetup. That's good. Um, because it, it's kind of the vanilla way to be, to kind of like get people to like, it's a lot like of the a more, munch. The equivalent yeah, 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 of a yeah. munch. A lot yeah. of the munches and more educational stuff are starting to post their, their events there right. um, to kind of reach a, a wider audience. Um, but the, the my my kind of goes back to one of the early messages too. I was gonna say just like it be okay to take time, be okay to like take your time with things. Um, like one of the things I had to learn early was that like no kinkster plays every like every week. <laughs> like nobody's like they, they don't they didn't get good by like oh we're playing every single day and I'm kinky twenty like all the time. Right. Like it, it, it's okay to not be playing all the time. It's okay to not be kinky all the time. Like focus on your relationship. And and that other stuff is gonna happen. It's just it may not go as fast as you really want it to. Right. Sure. Good advice. Anybody else? And Del? then like large anal toys will really no, help. No boogie. Don't listen to that. Kind of grout Z. between those tiles and between each tile of a great kinky experience. Just oh a giant God. anal dildo will really suffice. Ask Del. <sighs> well, I was gonna say um, just googling of I used to live in New England. Of I'm not sure if Fet Life has gotten better, but. It doesn't do small states well. Of I was in Vermont, it didn't see anything in New Hampshire, and they're right next to each other. So right, right, right. I would definitely recommend uh, meetups or looking globally on Google of hey, give me things. If I found like oh, there's a lot of Boston things. There are a couple of different larger um, New England organizations, um, and then there were some smaller like Massachusetts cities like Camerville. I'm like I don't know where that is. Cool. Right. What research he's done here? He's good. That's what he does. <laughs> So in general, okay, you can you can you can kick him out of the room now. In general, we all agree. Be patient. Not Dell. I was talking about the the guy. You remember oh, I just said we we're going to bring him in the room. Go yeah. ahead and kick him out because now we're going to be pigs again. Um, <laughs> give yourself give yourself a chance, but you know, and and hopefully it works out. And ultimately, he'll go as far as he's going to be comfortable going. And the more as an experienced player that you create an environment that encourages that growth and validates each step of that growth and doesn't put pressure uh, or overwhelm them by all the stuff they're not doing. Because if you're like, oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun, but I really like this, every time you do that to the fragile male ego, which I'm pretty familiar with, um, we call it a ego here on the podcast, um, the more you poke at that, the more someone feels I'm not good enough no matter what I do isn't going to be good enough for them anyway, so I'm just not going to do anything because I'm not really that into it anyway, and then you create that. So the poster has a responsibility as the same to curb your fucking enthusiasm inside and to and to create an environment to where every stage that you improve with your partner that you validate that and that you make them feel good about what they're doing and that that is satisfying to you. Yeah. Because I've seen it go the other way where the other person's like, well, I'm not good enough anyway. Now I actually feel like shit. 
because I'm trying this stuff and I'm not doing it right. Right. Now, that kind of foundational work takes time. I mean, the the only reason that Creative Explorer will believe me when I say, no, that's the good pay and keep going. Right. And, he, and all he has to hear is me say that and he 100% believes me and we keep going. Right. But that, that kind of trust came because I gave him reason to trust me. Because when things went wrong, I, you know, I'm not always that forthcoming with people, but for some reason I, I feel very comfortable around him. And so I can be very honest with him and say, well, to be honest, I was thinking this, I'm not very proud of it, but that's what happened. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to be Eo right now. <laughs> um, you have to take time to build that kind of trust and faith in each other. Um, and that, kind of trust goes a long way in uh, alleviating your fears because if you go into a scene knowing you can't 100% trust anyone but knowing that for the most part you can trust that person when they say yes it's good no it's bad it gives you the freedom to keep going and to push that envelope but that kind of shit doesn't happen overnight so give yourself some time well, look at that. We cured another relationship here on Perverted Podcast, no, the show where what? you should let everyone know, hey, this is my show, and if you're not down with that, then fuck off. That's it. Is that it? Yeah, that's what we do. Okay. I understand that because that's pretty much how I approach every relationship. I help me Perverted Podcast. Yes. You're my only hope. <laughs> Yay! That is our show. Thank you so much for joining us. In the uh, Kathy special place tonight, we have Enigma! Woo! Devil! Everybody keeps shoving a mic in her face. She's like, get that thing away from me. One word last week. That's good. Okay. And Dell. And obviously, Dell, who's here all the time. What would we do without Dell? We wouldn't know much about whale peni, that's for sure. (laughs) And the lovely Mew who joins us after many weeks on her travels. We're glad to see you, and we hope that everything bears fruit for you. Free anal for you tonight. Oh, my God. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, (laughs) (laughs) please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for the absolute inundation of emails we've received i've got so many questions good. and it's things lined up thank you guys i, Keep I really sending them in well otherwise it's just me and boogie talking about our own shit and that gets fucking boring so we need to hear from you thank you once again take it away boogie well i guess uh we're gonna move on here uh, I'm, I'm liking the show i'm liking where we're going I'm liking the new zone I'm liking this now we just need another place. Another place will be good. We are surely looking for another place. If like you a, see in the corner, the cabinets are ready to be put yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're feeling They're going to be kicking us out of here. We're getting <laughs> shoved out, so we're going to just have to figure out. So if you are in the Los Angeles uh, or uh, North Hollywood, And you know area, of a studio space we can rent. You know, so that we can sublet, you know, like a you know 200 square foot box, you know, where we we'll can take actually anything get, Yeah, we're, we're, ready to, we're ready to go. And, uh, and I guess then we will see you next week for show 229. We are lobster. We are
Thank you.